Hello, 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 my people. What up? It's your girl, Lynette, bringing you another episode of What the Cheese Man. Anyways, guys, let's. I'm so excited for this episode, okay? So I was like bragging about it on my social media and everything. Like, literally, every morning, I'll do a, um, how do you call it? A, a like a morning video. It's something. Like, I do it to motivate others. You know, there's sometimes where we wake up and we're just like, Ugh, another day at work. Like, I really don't want to go. Like, this not. I kind of do the videos, like, not only to motivate other people, like, you know, just to bring them that burst of energy in the morning. Like, I'm starting to realize I'm a morning person. So, <laughs> um, I tend to do it just to motivate other people. But not only that, I feel like it helps me for myself to like actually be motivated for the morning, like get going, like just having that pep talk and like wishing you guys an awesome day and like telling you like what's new, what's going on and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I was like bringing about like today is a new episode of what the cheese man. So the weekly update. Okay. First of all. Your girl here is turning 27 tomorrow, September 23rd. Yay. I'm so excited. Um, I love birthdays. I know there's some people that are like, oh my God, it's a year closer to death. Okay. I don't see it as that way. Okay. I just see it another year of life, another year I get to celebrate and live out different moments and different memories that I get to make with all my loved ones and the people that I care about. That's how I see it. So... I'm super excited about that. Then on the weekend, I'm having a girls' weekend getaway with my best friends and my mom and her best friend, and we're just going to have a lot of fun this weekend and party. So I'm super excited. We're going to be relaxing at a resort and stuff. I mean, I'm telling you, this is going to be an awesome birthday. Also, your girl here has been casted in a short film in Orlando. So I'm so excited. I got the role. I don't know. I think last week I spoke about I had to do these like monologues that I was auditioning for. Well, I got in the email that I got casted as one of the characters. So I was super excited. Um, When all that comes out and we're done shooting and stuff, I'll get to like tell you guys more and like more about my character and stuff. So super excited about that. Um, Also... Let's see. I wanted to tell you guys, like, what's been going on this week, obviously. I like to tell you guys, like, the weekly updates and everything. So, what's funny is, like, you know, your girl here is still single, which is totally fine. I, like, it's funny how, like, the moment I stop thinking about boys or, like, dating or talking to anyone, I finally get, like, an acting role. So, maybe that's God's telling me, like, listen, you see, focus on this, don't focus on that, Okay. Anyways, so before I decided to get off the like dating apps and all that stuff, there was a guy that I had met on the Facebook dating app that we decided to exchange Instagrams. So he was writing me on Instagram and I was like, okay, that's fine. Like we hit it off a little bit and we were talking a bit, but he's like, oh, you should come cuddle and all this stuff. Like instead of you watching Netflix all alone with one, you should come join me. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) boo. We could do that as soon as, you know, take me on a couple dates. Then I make sure you're not a serial killer and you're going to take me to your house and then just think that we're going to have sex and not really, like, watch a movie and all that shit. Like, do guys really think that we're that naive is my question. Like, honestly, when he was writing me and shit, I'm like, 
okay, what is up with this guy? Seriously. And it was like, he's like, technically it is a date. I'm like, that's not a proper date. Like we've never met each other. Yeah, you look great online. Okay, you think I'm great online too. But I really don't know you. You think I'm going to go on a first date, okay, to your house to watch a movie, even if you try to make me dinner, to watch a movie, and that's all it's going to go down? Do you really think I was born yesterday? No, okay? So I told him a proper, oh, they're both the same. They're both the same dates. I'm like, listen, the type of date you're talking about is like after we gone on maybe like three or four public dates, like to different spots, then okay, I got a good feel about you. We hitting it off great. Then maybe I'll go to your house. But you telling me that the first date where we're supposed to meet, I'm just going to go casually to your house. Uh, no, you're going to freaking wine and dine me and shit. And then I'm going to get, bring my ass home back, like bring my ass back home. That's what's going to happen. So he's like, I'm like, you know what? If anything, we could just meet up for drinks sometimes and just keep it as friends. Because I don't understand what you're looking for anyways. So he was like, I know. And that's it. So I left him hanging, left him on red. Next. (laughs) So like, seriously, guys, like, come on. And the funniest thing is like, I have TikTok. And that day on my TikTok, a lot of them on my For You page was like girls talking about like, what is up with these guys that just think they can invite you in your house? Like, if that's a proper date, like... I can buy myself, like, order some Domino's or some Pizza Hut with my glass of wine and freaking watch movies on my own. I don't need to do that at his house. And I was like, yo, this is me. Like, they're talking about me in my situation. It's crazy. But anyways, so that was just a little update I want to tell you guys about the crazy, not like a crazy shit that goes down, but it's just like the stupidest things that some guys say. Like, here's another story. This one guy, he, I had followed him on Facebook. So sometimes I'll like randomly request a guy because I think he's cute and I don't care. I mean, I'll first check, okay, make sure he's single, that there's no pictures of like a girlfriend or anything on there and whatever. So like at first he was like, oh no, like I'm not looking for any of these series, whatever. And I'm like, I cut the conversation, right? But lately he's been looking for me and like writing me through Facebook Messenger. So I was like, okay, he was like randomly like, I hope you had a great day yesterday. I was like, oh, thanks, hon. I hope you did too. Like, thanks for asking. And he's like, you're welcome, mommy. First of all, just because I'm Latina does not mean I give you that gives you the right to call me mommy or call me baby. Like, we just met, dude. You ain't nothing to me to be calling me baby or mommy. Okay? So, no. Second... He goes, so when am I going to get to see your face? I was like, (laughs) when you take me on a proper date. He's like, oh, if I only had, I wish I had the time to do that. And I'm like, okay, well then I guess till then you'll see my face on social media. (laughs) Nowhere else. He's like, dang, just like that. You don't want me anymore. I was like, I do want you. Of course. I'd love to date you and shit. Why not? But. I have more respect for myself. I'm not just going to go hook up and then bring my ass home. Like, you have time to sleep with me, but you don't have time to take me out on a date. That's the shit that pisses me off. Like, you're making time to actually fuck, but not anything else. To me, that just is insane. So, he's like, 
oh, he's like, I know, I know, I respect you, love. And he's like, well, you know, si me quieres, you can come get me. And I was like, I was like, good, I'm glad you know that. Y como te, and I said this to him, and I'm like, como yo te dije, te voy a buscar cuando tú tenga tiempo para un date. And I send the kissy face, and that nigga read that shit and said nothing else. You know, like, come on, dude. That's not, no, no. And for the people that didn't understand that part, what I just said, I said, I'm going to look for you and get you when you have the, when you make the time to take me out on a proper date. All right. So I felt so good saying that shit because back then I'll be like, oh my God, I feel so bad. He ain't got no time and all this shit. No, guys have the time. Let me tell you when a guy says he's busy, he's fucking lying. Okay. He is not busy. Okay, I understand work can get overloaded, but they have time. They have time, okay? So to me, it's always bullshit when they say that lie. Like, oh, I I don't have time. I'm so busy. I totally forgot to write you back. No, bitch, you didn't. You just felt like not writing me or you got mad because I said I wasn't going to give you a piece of ass and shit. That's what it was. So anyways, before I start ranting on that shit... That irks me. So I felt so good. I felt like a badass bitch saying that shit this morning to that guy. I was like, boo, no. <laughs> I value myself as a woman first before that shit, okay? So anyways, now before we go on to the main part of this podcast, you know your girl always has to bring you some movies that I end up watching and shows. Well, this time it's only in movies, I haven't really found a good show yet. Um, I'd be like, I'm still... (laughs) You guys are going to be like, bitch, you've been watching Supernatural for forever. Uh, There's a lot of seasons in that, so I'm still working on it. But then I get, like, caught up in, like, another show and then, like, movies. So, anyways. uh, So, one that I liked... So, these are kind of, like, thrillers and suspense. Because you know your girl loves this shit. And then I have one that's a comedy. So... The first one I'm talking about, Cabin Fever. It's on Netflix. So it's like this group. Obviously, you guys can tell where the fuck it is. It's in the middle of nowhere, in the woods, in a cabin. It's a group of friends. They just go. I don't know if one of them owns the place or they just rent the place. I don't know. So it's like this. I thought it was like a killer. It's not. So it's like this flesh eating bacteria that like some guy ends up getting it from a deer or a dog and then like anyways it the water gets contaminated so then they go through this whole shit where everyone's turning is getting sick and dying all this shit it's insane and then the whole time you're like oh god this person got it out oh this person got it and just like the way shit happens it was crazy i was on the edge of my seat still like super into it so that's a good one another one on netflix is called clinical that one it's funny because before I used to pass it on Netflix all the time and I was like curious to see what it was about. And like finally, because Sunday, I don't know if you guys like in my area here in Daltona, it's <laughs> it rained all day Sunday. So it was one of those days where it was like it was gloomy outside. We had already done the cleaning and everything. It was just a chill Sunday. I literally was like I had sweatpants on and T-shirt was just chilling on the couch watching movies all freaking day. I would only get up to get a snack or fucking eat. And that was it. That was my Sunday. But it felt good just to chill. But 
So that's where I got to see these movies and on Sunday. So clinical, that one is about a psychiatrist or therapist or whatever. And she, you know, in the beginning they show you it's this girl that she's treating and the girl ends up like cutting herself and like attacking the psychiatrist. So that really like took a traumatic toll on the psychiatrist. So like a couple, I don't know if it's a couple months after or like a year later, she like decides to get back into it and like seeing patients too again and what's it's a, it's more of like a psychological through this one because she ends up getting this new patient that he has like a disfigured face. And so he's, you know, you feel bad for him and stuff because, okay, he has a disfigured face. He's like, how can I deal with something like this and blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out that he's, I don't want to tell you guys the story actually. The whole movie. Because I feel like I'm giving it away and I'm like, fuck, you guys. I don't know if you guys are going to be like, really, Lynette? Why'd you tell me? And I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. But, um, <laughs> uh, so it turns out, okay, I'm going to just say the guy, it, the guy's like psycho, okay? I'm going to just say that part because I don't want to give away who he is because that's kind of like the major point in the movie. But, anyways, they're basically make, trying to make the psychiatrist seem like she's crazy and she's not like, so they're making it seem like she's taking these new pills and then she's going nuts and like making up all this other shit that she's seeing things. So it, that one was a good one. Then this one's an old one. So I'm a sucker for like classic films, like whether in the nineties, eighties films, two thousands, like I'm all for that shit. So one movie that like this movie the devil's advocate it's a good movie it has an all-star cast it has al pacino keanu reeves um charlie staring in it like i'm talking about like big names in this film and it's basically keanu reeves character he's a lawyer he's a big shot lawyer here in freaking florida <coughs> whoa excuse me i choked on my own saliva Geez, on my podcast. Anyways, while my voice goes back to normal in a second, <laughs> um, he then gets this offer to go to New York and like become a lawyer over there. So it's just it was it was a weird movie in the sense of like I think it teaches a good lesson. Anyways, because I feel like these lawyers, you know, lawyers in general, even though they know their client is guilty of whatever they're accused of, they still have to fight and pretend like, no, my client is not guilty. Though in their heart, they know that this motherfucker is guilty, you know? And so you see in the movie a lot, Keanu Reeves' character goes through that. And then he gets, gets that moment of like, shit, like my conscience is driving me nuts. Like, no, I can't represent this person. Like, he so did it type shit. But again, something gets in his mind where he just cares about winning because he's never lost a case. All he cares about winning and getting the money. So he becomes like money hungry and all this stuff. So it was, it's a good movie. It's a good classic. And when I was in my acting um, school, they told me, they mentioned that movie a lot and I had never seen it. And I just saw it this weekend and I actually was like super intrigued in it. And it's crazy because Al Pacino's character turns out to be his father. He never met his father. And Al Pacino's character is the devil's advocate. And he's the one who, like, advises him a lot throughout the film. So it's a good movie. For you guys that like classic films like that, 
and are a fan of Al Pacino and also um, of Keanu Reeves, definitely watch it. It's a must. That's also on Netflix. It's on Netflix till October 1st. That was another reason why I saw it. I was like, shit, this is going to go away soon. I have to watch it. Then the comedy is called Unpregnant on HBO Max. So it's a comedy about this girl. She takes a pregnancy test and she's pregnant. And she's a senior in high school and she doesn't want to have the baby. So she freaks out because then an old best friend of hers, like she ends up dropping the pregnancy test on the floor and she's like, fuck. So she freaks out because then some girl picks it up. She's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And like not knowing who it was. And then they realize who they were for each other and like freaked out for a second. Then, so the girl, she's trying to get an abortion and in Missouri, like, you have to get a parent's consent in order to do it. And so <laughs> she obviously doesn't want to tell her parents. And then she goes to tell her boyfriend and he's like basically telling her, well, I didn't tell you, but the condom broke. And so I should have told you after it happened, but I did it. And he had got like a ring and everything for her. And she was like freaking out. Like, how could you do this to me knowing that I don't want kids right now? So it was... It was a funny movie. So she basically goes on this road trip to Albuquerque because in New Mexico, like you're allowed to be underage and like don't need a parent's consent to do an abortion. So basically she gets in the car with her old best friend and they have this major road trip where her best friend, her old best friend is fucking hilarious. Like the stuff she does, she's crazy. So it's a good comedy. Um, They rekindle their friendship again. And they realized because, you know, the girl, she changed to become popular and stuff. And they just noticed how, like, I don't know, they missed each other, like, during that road trip. So it's a good movie. It's a feel-good movie. I liked it. It was funny. I laughed a lot. So that one's on HBO Max. So now let's get to the juicy part of the episode. Because you guys are going to be like, bitch, you keep talking and we want to hear the good shit. Okay. So... The topic of the day. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Okay, so the topic for today, for episode seven, seven, is cheating. Dun, dun, dun. I'm kidding. I always wanted to do that, and I got to now. (laughs) Anyways, God, I laugh at myself. Anyways, okay, this is it, guys. I feel like this was a great topic to touch on. Now, let me tell you from personal experience, I've never been cheated on. So, I mean, as long as I know, I've never been cheated on. But I just want to say it is not a good thing to cheat. Okay, I do not agree with cheating at all whatsoever. I've had friends that have had gone through cheating and they tell me how much that fucking hurts and it sucks. So I could just imagine how that is, okay? So to me, the question is every time is why do people cheat? Like, I know some people, like, for instance, if they're in a relationship and, you know, the relationship, I understand, okay, how do I explain this? Like, relationships go through phases everyone explains that the beginning of a relationship is the honeymoon phase because everything's beautiful everything's roses and oh so pretty like 
everything's perfect, nothing's wrong, no fights, no arguments, no nothing. You just see the person as like perfect and everything. And then later on, as the relationship progresses, then you see the flaws and everything and then shit happens, right? So I feel like there you get to the some people get to the point where maybe in their relationship, they're not feeling like they're getting enough attention from their spouse, say their husband or their boyfriend's not giving them much attention or vice versa. Their girlfriend or wife is not giving them attention. What sucks for us in like our generation now is it's so easy for, you know, for us to like not work hard for a relationship. It's like as soon as we see a problem arise, instead of like fixing through it, we're instantly like, oh, let me go talk to this person or let me get on this dating app and just to talk for fun. But like in reality, you talking to someone else or looking to talk to someone else is cheating. Like that's the first step of cheating. Whether you went out with that person or met that person or had sex with that person or kissed or anything, that's the first step that you already cheated because you already went to look for someone else to talk to. And then you get wrapped up in that excitement of like, oh, this is something new. This is like a new toy. Like, I, It's like that honeymoon stage where you go again, like meeting this new person because this person doesn't know you yet. You don't know that person. So it's like, you know, you're in all of it. So that happens a lot. And I feel like it sucks because... Nowadays, there's so many options. You know, a lot of people are like, well, fuck, I'm not going to stay with this person who doesn't give me enough attention. I'm going to go find somebody else who's hitting me up and wants my attention, you know, which at the same time, to me, it's like, oh, fine, you can do that. I'm not saying stay in a relationship where the guy is fucking totally ignoring you or treats you like shit. No, you can go. But I'm saying have that conversation first to that person so they are aware of how they're making, how they're treating you. Now, if they tell you in your face, well, sorry, I don't have time to fucking make everything roses and beautiful for you every time, then that's a different case. Or if they're like, or they tell you like, well, sorry, I'm just not that type. Okay, well then I guess this relationship's not gonna continue then. And you end things, then you move on to find someone, right? So to me, it's like, no, have that conversation with, your significant other, let them know because half of the time they won't even realize they're doing that shit to you. And I'm sorry guys, but half of the time you guys are fucking clueless of what's going on or you think we're fucking crazy because we're, we're talking a certain way or acting a certain way. And it's like, no, you're just not understanding what the fuck we're feeling. But at the same time, us women don't explain or communicate how we're feeling to our men. But again, I know some guys, they bother not to listen or they tune us that like they get bored in the relationship. It's like been a couple months or maybe a couple years. Well, no, not a couple years. Maybe like one or two years. And some people, they get bored of each other, you know, or like there's one person who gets bored of like the routine. Like it becomes routine of like seeing this person this time or talking to this person or this, that it becomes a routine. And a lot of people don't like that, you know, when it's versus when you meet someone new, it's like something different. So I feel like a lot of people now it's like, well, I'm bored. Let me again, like before you met your significant other and all that stuff, 
which again is so bad because you didn't communicate how you're feeling to your significant other, you know? And to me, I see it as, you know, if you don't, what I say is don't cheat because I, I see it as wrong. If you are going to cheat, just end the relationship that you're in. Don't make the other person those questions of like, are they cheating on me? Is he or she talking to someone else or sleeping around with someone else? Like, and then when they like question you about it, then you make them feel like they're crazy by saying like, are you insane? I'm not talking to anyone. What are you talking? You know, or you guys just break up and just weren't ever meant to be together and just never happens, you know? So, but at the same time, I feel like don't, I say don't do that to another person because I can just imagine how that hurts. I've had friends that told me like, you know what it is like having that gut feeling and then them telling me they love me, but I know she's saying that she misses her ex and loves him still while she's with me. Like, shit, that hurt. That sucks. Because then in your mind, you're like, wow, I'm not good enough for this person. Then you, your self-esteem goes to shit because you think, you know, I'm not good enough for this person, for the person that you love, and yet they're in love with someone else. So it sucks, you know? And to me, I just, again, like I said, you should talk to your, you know, your spouse or your significant other and just tell them what's going on. Sometimes they'll actually understand. Sometimes they'll be like, they'll try to work it out. Um, personally in my life, um, my parents have gotten, they've been divorced now for like seven years and it was a result of infidelity and it wasn't the first time. This was the second time. Now, kudos to my mom because I think if I was in her shoes at that point, I would have ended things a while ago. But she says if she would have ended things, then my two other brothers would not have been born. So it would have just been me. So she sees it as a blessing in the end. But um, my dad had an affair with somebody when I was just a year old. And out of that affair, a child was born. So I have a half brother. So, you know, it was really tough for my mom because my mom, like, was in love with my dad. That was, like, her first boyfriend, her first everything, you know, it's like her Prince Charming. And for something like that to happen, for I can imagine. It's like your world is crashing down. And then to find out that then there's a kid that came out of that too. And a boy at that. Because at that point, I was just born. It wasn't a boy yet. So it was crazy. And, you know, my mom, like, talked with her family. Like, she held it in for a couple of years before she actually told my, like, grandparents. And my grandparents were like, are you crazy? Like, why are you still with him? And this and that. But my mom's like, you know, I still love him. And they took, you know, they went to counseling at, you know, the church. And they would talk to the priest. And, like, they would try to work it out. And they did. You know, my mom forgave my dad. And so on and so forth. You know, they, for a couple more years, they were together. Both of my other brothers, you know, my brothers were born. And then it happened again. Seven years ago, he started having an affair with his old best friend from high school. And and so 
imagine, and that one was worse now. I mean, it, it was bad. I mean, I wouldn't say worse because there was no child that came about this one, but it was bad because the whole time that woman was like in between my parents' marriage. Like she was hoping for the day that he would leave my mother, you know? And not only that, like you destroy a family, one, for your own selfish needs, okay? Two, the fact, you know, she would send messages and and my dad has a business in New York, so he would travel a lot. He wouldn't be here. So first of all, that's the perfect excuse when you're not living with your wife or family, that's easy for you to have another life with somebody else in another freaking state and your wife and kids have no idea about it and they just think you're fucking busting your ass, which you could be, but then half of the money that you working your ass for instead of your family and for your wife, you're giving it to the other bitch, you know? So to me, like again now, I'm still having like, I'm still working on my relationship with my dad because I think what he did to my mom was not cool at all. Like it was fucked up. And like I said, my mom's done such a great job pushing through that. And like, you know, it wasn't easy for her. Like it was really hard. It broke her down for sure. But she's gone through it so well and like has managed to push us kids through it all and still cheers on with a smile on her face. And, you know, she thanks the Lord for that too. So, you know, it hurts. Like in the end of the day, I just want to say like cheating sucks. And what's crazy is that the majority of the people that cheat between men and women is the majority is men. And I think it's because for men, it's so much, it's easier in a sense, because a lot of men, if they work for companies or businesses, they always have that secretary they always fucking hit on or she hits on him or something, something like that always happens. OK, when they show you that in the movies, I'm telling you that shit can happen for real. That came from an idea from somebody. You got to believe it. OK, it's not imaginary. It means it can happen and it's happened. OK, so that's how I see it. But. To me, how, what I say is in the end is like, you know, cheating's not right. And it's funny because like I listen to this podcast called Call Her Daddy. I fucking love it. I love the podcast. Before they would talk about like, fuck, cheat, like, fuck it, just cheat or this and that. No, I don't agree with that shit. Don't fucking cheat. You know, if he cheated on you and you found out, fuck it, cheat. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. And the freaking shit. But all I'm saying is, all in all, is don't cheat. Like, it just really affects the person. And then not only that, you hurt that person so bad that in their future relationships, it's going to be very hard for them to trust the next person they're with. Like, you, people don't realize how damaged you can leave someone when you end things with them. And especially in a way like that. And then it makes it so hard for them to open up for the next person. And then they become bitter and they become assholes or they become bitches and they treat them like shit. And the next person that you meet could be the one who's going to actually make you happy and isn't going to do that to you. But yet you treat them like shit. And then it's like we're in this vicious cycle of like treating each other like shit because we've been treated like shit. And it's like, no, 
I say, okay, if you've been cheated, you learned that lesson. Okay. Yes, you need to heal from that. And also, I mean, you can guard your heart a little bit. I understand. Don't guard it completely because then again, when you meet this one other new person that you feel in your heart like, okay, I'm falling for this person. But you build that wall like you don't want to let yourself love again. And that's the beauty of love in the end is like you can love again. Just because you loved really hard for one person, you can fall in love with somebody else and fall for someone easy, you know? And just because you've been hurt once doesn't mean that the person you're falling for will hurt you again, you know, or will hurt you because that's not their intentions. And especially if they have genuine intentions and they care about you, you have to cherish that because let me tell you, nowadays it's so hard to find a genuine soul that really wants to have that special relationship and really care for that person and like look after that person. I'm getting like emotional talking about this because I feel like I'm that type of person. And in the with the people that I've dated before, I feel like I was that for that person and they've missed out or they've because of fears in the past have like blocked them from having that or from letting themselves fall. You know? So again, guys, like I said, Cheating sucks ass. Cheating is terrible. Do not cheat. If you feel like the relationship has gotten to a point where you don't love the person or, um, you know, you're not getting the attention that you deserve or you're not getting out of the relationship what you deserve or, you know, well, no, because if you're fucking bored, go read a book or go clean or do something else okay don't go looking for somebody to talk to because you're bored um you know talk to the person talk to your significant other end things do not cheat while in the relationship in the end you're hurting yourself and you're hurting the other person because that's not fair to hurt someone else in that way knowing that they wouldn't have done it to you. So on that note, guys, I am ending the podcast for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. I think it was a great topic to talk about. So many things. And as you guys know, it touches me in the heart because it's been happened. It's affected my family. And I have friends that it's happened to also. So I just want to wish you guys a great night. Thank you again for listening. Remember, you guys can find me on Facebook, Lynette Reyes. I have my acting page and my uh, personal page on there. I also have my sunglasses page on there. It's called DLPI Wear. Get your sunglasses. They're only 20 bucks there. Bring you all the styles from New York City is what has happened. Um, Also, um, I have my Instagram that you can find me, which is lreyes0923. And I also have my Snapchat, which is sassylatina23. Yes, guys, I was born September 23rd. Tomorrow's my birthday. That's why I have so many 23s. 
and threes in every of my stuff. But anyways, guys, thank you for listening again. Share it. Share with your friends. Share with your parents. Share it with your abuelas, abuelos, con tu familia, with everybody. Let them listen to this shit because this is what the cheese meant. And your girl is peacing out for tonight. Beso, guys.